Good evening, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am the front desk clerk at Steamworks the night that Jesse Simulette came in. Lee from the D. <laughs> I was also listening to the door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you be choosing violence each and every time. Every goddamn time. You niggas need to count your days. Um, I am the, the cameraman that filmed the Colton Hayne, the the um coming out Colton documentary that nobody asked for, but I'm gonna still get a check for it anyway. Coming out Colton. He's, he's he's the um the this is some white nonsense this <laughs> he is the bachelor that um was on the bachelor oh that came out that came yeah. out after but he had but he, he also had like the domestic violence no not domestic violence a stalking situation where he was stalking a female um and is now using coming out as gay which he is but using that to kind of push the stalking incident that we we were we just supposed to ignore to the side yeah He's trying to pull a Kevin Spacey. Yeah, didn't work and for him also the, and also the fact that do we do we actually need another documentation of any sort of conventionally attractive white gay man with absolutely nothing to offer but looks? Like, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, you know, but we do that, right? Don't we? Ain't that what? We do? <laughs> I mean, at least he's attractive, I guess, as long as he stands quietly. And doesn't stalk people. Just don't just leave people alone, Colton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I am. Oh, who am I this week? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I wasn't ready. I had one, then I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Here you go. I'm the hacker making T-Boz's life a living hell on social media. Come you know on. what? <laughs> we ignore that altogether. And you, but I missed that, though. Only thing I know Oh, no, we're going to talk about it. I just wasn't going to say who I am. <laughs> I, was, I was about to... I know, I know my, my girl's on Days of Our Lives right now, but that's the only thing I know. Who is? T-Boz, she's on Days of Our yeah. Lives. The Beyonce or actual Days of Our Lives. She is on day the the soap opera with all the black all the black people are on Days of Our Lives nowadays. Jackie yeah. is on Days of Our Lives. What's uh, his name is still there. Her, one of the one of the American model girls is on there right now. Felicia. And oh, I'm sorry, Sal. Yeah, it's 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 a few. I mean, we there's never not been black people on Days of Our Lives, but this is the most they've had. Like people that you would recognize outside of Days of Our Lives. (laughs) I did not know T-Boz was on Days. You know, that was my shit. I might have to double back and start. And it keeps popping up on my Hulu. That might be a sign from God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I I mean, this is the thing for soap operas now. They're all moving. They're they're staying on TV, but moving online. And now people realize you can actually don't have to be home at 12.30 to watch it. You can watch it anytime, so... I was actually going to watch Beyond Salem because one of the girls from Drag Race is on there as well. Sorry, I just want to take a picture of the Black Tris's gout. Stop. No, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I got to get back into Days because Days was my shit. No shade. Sammy, Marlena. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, my God. You know, Marlena got possessed by the devil again. 
wait, again? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's what's go- that's go- that's what's going on right now. And Jack are you a- fucking kidding me? And Jack A is part of it. They- wait a minute, they have Jack A and Marla Gibbs on Days of Our Lives. Yes, right. With with, with Marlena being possessed by the de- devil, it's like everything, like all of the weird around. parts of your of all of our childhoods are like connecting again in the weirdest ways. It it all it just always comes the fuck back around. I tell you what. All right. I'm excited. A bitch might start watching The Days again. <laughs> I, yeah, I heard they brought Sammy back, too. And that's when I was like, <gasps> Samantha? That's what they do. All the soap operas are bringing back these old characters that were around when we were kids. Well, shit, it's only two. Hmm. <laughs> it's, four, it's four of them. It's, I, I, I know this life. I know this life because me and my mom be talking about it. <laughs> well, it's only... um. It's Young and the Restless, Bold and Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, in General Hospital. And okay, you, I thought it was just Days of Our Lives, in General Hospital. And you know, like, because we got all this police brutality, they all add in Black people, so y'all stop complaining mm-hmm. about it. So it's a whole bunch of Black people on all these shows. Well, that, <laughs> and they just realized, like, oh, yeah, we definitely have a market here. We just got to really get down with this. Because my please, my mother wasn't really a fan of those. She was. She was just too proud to actually say she liked it because I'd be watching. <laughs> you already know she got. I'd be watching Passion, and my mother would come in the room and be like, "Why are you watching this I mean, garbage?" That's how you and walk out and come back. Come She's passion. still in the hole. <laughs> Bitch, that year that Sheridan spent in that hole, my mother was like, "This is such trash." But oh my god, is he? Is he gonna say? I mean, her? you know, you and my mama connected over there. Y'all used to talk on the phone about Passion. He used to call me to talk to my mom. I live. <laughs> passions was, when I tell you, passions was my like absolute fucking. And when I tell you, they I used to be passions. on the phone like they was best friends. I'm like, but you called me. I'm confused. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and you know, it got sad when like when the actor that played Timmy died. Um, oh, and what's his name? So he played one of the wealthy family's sons. He's married to one of the women on, or was married to one of the women on Selling Sunset. The dark-haired girl, I think her name was like Trishel, the one that was yeah, going yeah. through the divorce when yep. she, the first season. Mm-hmm. That was her, that's his ex-wife. Who's, she's now dating one of the owners of that that agency now. The tiny ones. The tiny one, yeah. The tiny men. Real estate's littlest power brokers. Why is I guess we'll that? jump in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to continue on the story from, well, pause. Before I continue from last week, let's get the serious stuff out the way before we get into the real mess. Um, it's said we should, well, it's not said, we should keep Nick Cannon in our thoughts prayers not nothing oh negative. yeah lose his youngest son recently to yeah. a rare form of brain cancer so just and he i mean as a parent he has a level of strength i don't know that i ever would be able to have because he sat on that talk show and had a whole conversation about this and didn't break down so he's Jesus. walking in a level of strength i don't know that i would have <laughs> yeah no i wouldn't i could not do that i so, could not do that yeah which i didn't realize his talk well fuck you do <laughs> i didn't realize that his talk show <laughs> recorded uh live 
Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was one of those like kind of pre-recorded ones. No, it was live and it was in Harlem. Oh, it's in Harlem. Mm-hmm. What were you about to say, Aaron? I forgot he had a talk show. I thought he just had. I thought he just had the mass singer. You know this dude stayed with nineteen jobs now. Yeah, I mean you he know. got to. He got that whole village of children. Definitely missed mm-hmm. to get a check. He. Mm-mm. All right. So now that the serious sad stuff is out the way, the mess. Yeah. So continuing the saga from last week. So Madonna responded to 50 Cent. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> In which she, she posted a photo of her and him together on her stories. A photo that she photoshopped and added makeup to her face because in the original yeah. photo, she was not wearing makeup. But <laughs> this is what this photo said. Here is 50 Cent pretending to be my friend. Now you have decided to talk smack about me, which is what? I guess your new career is getting attention by trying to humiliate others on social media. The least elevated choice you could make is an artist and an adult. You're just jealous. You won't look as good as me or have as much fun when you're my age. Too bad there. She literally said that. Yes. I'm reading her words verbatim. (laughs) I just don't get where I don't. I'm sorry. White <laughs> women don't get the they don't get the room to say that we won't look as good as them when we're their age. Too bad there are no Especially sour grapes. Too bad there are no sour grapes emojis. And she spelled emojis E-M-O-G-E-E-S. <laughs> okay. To which 50 Cent then responded. He, because he reposted her story on his page to say, I saw that. I must have hurt Madonna's feelings. She went and dug up an old MTV TRL photo from 03. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hurt your feelings. I don't benefit from this in any way. I said what I thought when I saw the picture because of where I had seen it before. I hope you accept my apology. That shit. Okay, you know, I saw that shit. I did see that. I was wondering why there was why 50 why this photo was circulating and i was like oh okay yeah duh obviously <laughs> now like, it all makes sense you mad you ain't gonna look as good as she do i don't understand her i don't understand but i feel going. like you can only say that if we looking at your original face as we are not you probably can't say that <laughs> you can't talk to me on your 10th refurbishing of your face and then tell me i'm not gonna look as good girl bad <laughs> she just need to go sit down she needs to go have a rest. You know what? Madonna needs to go do an album with Tony Bennett and calm down. <laughs> Does that calm you down? Because I feel like Lady Gaga, Gaga got down. After she did that. <laughs> remember, Gaga was wild. She did that but Tony Bennett like album. She got, like, she got a little crazier after she did that and then kind of cleaned it up. Did she, did she get back on? I don't remember her trajectory. I'm not like a heavy Gaga I know who the lady is. If she walked past me, I wouldn't. I honestly probably wouldn't even pay attention. I wouldn't even realize that. that. So I know I wouldn't because I've been in the same room with her and didn't realize that was her until somebody told Mm -hmm. me after the fact. I'm like, that's Lady Gaga. Who? 
<laughs> because she wasn't it was in a time where she was like over the top with the way she dressed and this particular day when she was super normal i did not realize that was that's who that was she was standing right next to me did not realize that's who that was that sounded about right you know i don't be paying no attention if i don't know you i'm not paying attention <laughs> if i'm not looking for you i don't see you yeah unless you're cute i always see people and i probably don't see you i might see you briefly but then be over that too oh no i'm ogling I'm undressing you with my eyes. So, the Cult 45 Festival happened last Thursday. The what in the (laughs) nigga hell is a Cult 45 (laughs) Festival? This is the most niggerish shit I have ever heard of in my life. It it sounds like something from 1983. The Pointed Sisters. um, Hosted by Billy D. Williams. I was about to say, Cool in the Gang. Cool in the Gang. That band. <laughs> this you was know that they had Earth, Wind, and Fire, between, Anita Baker. It was the first between Three Mafia and Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> that shit, what in niggerish hell is all of that? I so have that, never heard of that. That the verses of Bone Thugs and Three Six Mafia. It happened last week, Thursday. Yeah. And resident agitator. Busy Bone decided to walk out and choose violence. Yeah. I love Busy Bone. And, he, and, and as both the artist and someone that I, <laughs> 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 never mind. <laughs> it's someone you I, I Eric, I, you trying to dick down Busy Bone? Not, wow. I I don't even say it like that. This what is I'm, the pain. <laughs> Well, be careful. He definitely does not like to go to suck. So, so this is where like a very weird part of me, but Heaven's movie, that album was really good. I have I have always loved Bone Thugs. Like they have consistently put out good music to me. No, okay. I like Bone Thugs. I always have liked Bone Thugs, yes. I, I put Bone Thugs in that same category as Crucial Conflict or Mona Lisa, like these soundtracks and songs that I grew up with. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I don't necessarily seek to put on unless it's crucial conflict. I don't necessarily I mean, seek to put on, but when it plays, it it's on. like, oh, like shit. It's... I bitch hate them. Right. When I tell you, I'd be loving that shit. I love that song. So Busy walked out in the beginning, right at the top of the the top of the morning on this basis. Right. And he grabbed that microphone. And said, before we get started, I don't want to hear Nan, one of you ugly motherfuckers over there talking shit. <laughs> okay, so he came in and established a healthy <laughs> That's it. Like, Busy Bone just came in and said, you know what we're not going to do is we're not going to do this. Okay? <laughs> and then he went to say something to Gangsta Boo. And somebody yelled. Oh my god, I forgot about Gangsta Boo. Okay. Somebody yelled, shut up, nigga, suck my dick. And he threw something at whoever you hear Gangsta Boo yelling, busy a hater, while everybody is fighting. <laughs> All of but these see, that's how you are... know. But they old I was about to say, but they old niggas. Say, they are they old niggas. Sippy, if not already there. Like but these are niggas from the 90s and early 2000s. Like they got down with the get down with no issue. She is repeatedly yelling, busy is a hater. 
while all of these old ass men are fighting. Isn't she like a nurse or some shit? <laughs> what is it? Gave the fool a nurse now? I swore she was a nurse now. I mean, I don't know what she does in her life I mean, now. She might be. Said that. Just... It's a paycheck. It's a paycheck. I swore she was a nurse. I don't, I don't know, know what where she does in her life. From. It's just the way you said it. Like, you almost made me choke on my wine. Yeah, I don't know why I thought about that, but yeah, I swore she was a fucking nurse. And then in this, though, Swiss Beats in the comment section. <laughs> this was the most entertaining part of it to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to read the series of comments because they got Which, to be very I've hilarious. got feelings on Swiss Beats. We need to have a conversation. Oh, I mean, we talked, we talked a lot about it when he caught himself calling out Justin Timberlake about it. I mean, yeah, it's it's the verses in general. There's some issues. And yes, Aaron, I think so, you I definitely mean, know what about, about. You know. But, so this is what he said. New rule. If you don't start on time, you don't get paid on time. Versus is not free. They charge us five times they do non-black shows. Then it's a bunch of emojis and say culture at the end. I hate we put emojis in their, in their captures and shit. Cause like, how do I read that? Like, it's like yes. nineteen shrugging emojis and then two faces. Like, is that, like I, you, that sounds stupid. Like anyway. forty-five use words, please. Talking about we not going on stage until my homie called from Rikers to do the prayer. Ain't did a show in twenty-three summers and want to charge us like they sold out stadium prices. Talking about yesterday's prices, not today's price. Shit. No fair. Um, I mean, no shame. Wait, I'm not done. <laughs> Coming on stage after getting paid 10 shows and one versus just to get on stage drunk as fuck and late. I'm just saying, okay, let me watch the show now. <laughs> um, okay. So I have major issues with Swiss Speeds and Timberland and everyone at Versus. And it's going to be because of the last Versus that they did. And the fact that no one with any like just basic level of common sense just said, you know, we should either A, put this on hold or make this be an all Stephanie Mills night. No one had the audacity or gall to make that call and said, you sent Shaka Khan out there and she looked awful. I, and now having this shit happen at your event, so it shows heard, a lack of judgment. I heard that Shaka Khan looked less than well. Girl, it wasn't less than I watched it. It wasn't less than well. It well, was. I don't want to say was what was on, it was. Something was up. Said. Yeah, because people were saying like she looked very high. She looked drunk. She, but because I didn't see it, I didn't want to say that because I didn't watch it myself. I'm gonna just put this out there. So Shaka, right before the verses, had done like maybe like two or three weeks before she had done a concert here in Jersey. And the only reason I was reminded of this concert is because my most recent ex went to that concert and he had, when we first started dating, Chaka Khan was one of the many things that we had bonded over. But anyway, Mm -hmm. um, at that concert, she was fine. Like she put on a show. She gave you what the people wanted. You you Mm -hmm. bought your ticket. You got a show. And then two weeks later, you come in front of a live audience on Versus and you are barely standing up straight 
And at first it was like, maybe it's the heels. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's the heels. Like, or maybe she had a little too much to rock. No, it was consistent throughout the show that something was off. Yeah, it was. And this is, you know, it, it wasn't like it, any other verses. It was something going on. Like Coco, she was off because she had anxiety all her life and somebody got shot outside her, out her outside her hotel room and brandy and monica they was off because you know they always had that little tension but it took it's them the a while to get over that 20 years it's like it's... there was really something off that that i will not assume but you can draw some conclusions based or some inferences based on shaka's past behavior and all of her things that she has fully disclosed and it's fully well documented mm-hmm. something yeah. she was on something like it's on something yeah. maybe she had taken like maybe she's on medication you know gr- girls kind of well, you know didn't she i i i mean it wasn't it alleged that she had the same doctor as michael jackson yes i don't I think so i i don't know i, I remember I, that when I she went to the rehab possible I will I will live in the universe that suggests that because Shaka is a woman of a certain age, she has probably taken a prescription that um, people of a certain age take, like something we ain't heard of yet because we're not at that age, but you know, you get to age. <laughs> Nah, I can't say it, I can't mix the blood pressure <laughs> pills. There is a special category of old nigga medicines. I can't yeah, say. I can't take these pills on Tuesdays because that's when I take my other pills. I'm I'm just gonna live in the in the theory that she had mixed two of the wrong pills and took some of that Ciroc that was it was given out backstage, and that's why we're at where we're at. So yeah, um, she definitely was not there, and she definitely should not have been. Let's be honest. She should not have been performing. And there's been more than just a few like questionable decisions made on behalf of Versus. And that one just put it over the edge. And this thing, despite like the company not necessarily being like responsible for the fight in and of itself, but the the atmosphere of the company in and of the, itself has bred res- irresponsibility. I'll yeah, it it's an atmospheric thing at this point because it's like, why would if they're getting if they're trash like that, why let them go on stage? Exactly. And also, you know, it's it's. I think it's time for versus to like we have run out of potential matchups. Like everybody that's going to do this. I just kind of think it. that now we're getting at this point versus is nothing more than wilding out on tour because i mean honestly it is like it there was a purpose for it but now that purpose is no longer necessary so what are we doing i i like the idea of not necessarily the newer kids by newer i mean people who came out in i'm gonna say the okay i just there's certain people i just don't want to see i'll put it that way They need now the one the one the one thing they need to do that they haven't done yet is just kind of acknowledge like those B level R and B singers like yeah well that's where I was going Joe Avant Case like where else are you gonna see put all of them on one stage you know put all of them put all of them dudes on one stage on Valentine's Day. Nigga, this sound like the R and B divas. <laughs> this is this, they do the this tour that every year. season they try they to get together. Every, they couldn't. It's either every Valentine's Day or every Mother's Day. This tour happens with these. Oh no, there is there is a, that actual tour that fucking happened. Yeah, it's, it's like always two of them. It's Tyrese. 
It's always uh, genuine's online. Genuine. You'll get yep. 112 on certain dates. They'll throw in either a brandy or a Faith Evans just to, if they feel in spicy. And, There's a like, this what happens every year. <laughs> none of them have enough to go up against each other, but if you put them all on stage and just let them play five seconds of each one of their songs, put it on there, wrap it up. And let's let's Dave put Hollister or Daniel Jones sometimes if you're lucky. <laughs> I really think there's space. (laughs) (laughs) I really think there's like space for verses to exist just because it is a platform that we're going to break. These are people that we don't often get to see, let alone see together. But I think they really need to reformulate this. I was going to say, I think they just had two mishaps back to back. That's the. Well, That's a lot good. of people do not want to go on versus because it's assumed that it's a competition Aspen. of performance. Oh, and I just like that. For competition of, because this is where versus always gets lost in translation. It's like every time they announce who it is, people are like, oh, you know, so-and-so, she can sing, she can dance, she can, it's like, when have you ever seen these people sing and dance on stage? They are, they sit down and play the songs. If you have, it, it, no matter how much vocal talent or performance talent you have, it cannot compensate for if you have terrible songs of, right. around these vocals. Oh, and that's where people lose the lose the train of thought. It's like Versus is about hit for hit. Who's yeah. hit? Which song is better than the other song that the other artists will play? And also the one time, the, the first time the nigga tried to perform it, y'all clowned him for doing too much and he couldn't get his shit to work, so. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that because you know the war against AT&T with me, so, you know, shit happened. I mean, no. I personally thoroughly enjoyed watching Teddy Riley cuss everybody out. With his hand on his head. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I could have watched that shit all night. That shit was hilarious. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I want Versus to go back to being more of an a intimate thing. Um, yeah. I don't need to image. Or just yeah. do like, you know, like the one I actually really liked a lot was when Babyface just did his by himself. Do and, that too. And if you just do that, like a an oh. evening with so and so. Yes, like, I remember that. Or D'Angelo when D'Angelo did his in the Apollo Theater, and it was just like an evening with D'Angelo and friends. And so that if was they took it, if they took it and allowed the artists to dictate a more intimate format, while also at the same time having like a, a little pop up show tour thing, yeah. and create these things still under the same headline, but as two separate things. They would really one make bank, but two, they fulfill what everybody in this would like. So we also want. need to stop giving them ideas because they're not paying us for this. So moving See, along. bitch, I tell you, I missed my call and I should have been in public relations. Oh, not I. I don't have the patience. Oh, moving I love spinning. Along. Tristan Thompson is still out here being embarrassing. I almost said I was Tristan Thompson's inability to do better. I really <laughs> almost said that I was third trimester Tristan. I almost said that. This nigga. Ooh. He's still out here being just being embarrassing. <laughs> so there's another baby on the way. Of course. With a personal trainer in Texas. Because again, third trimester Tristan strikes again. Because he be all in to that third trimester. And then dumb shit happened 
Are they? I thought they broke up. I thought they weren't together. They're back together. Him and Chloe been back together. They were staying together during quarantine. Like, this is why he is embarrassing. Because what? Like Again, nigga, again? You're just intent on making this, just making everybody look bad. Like, you look bad, she look bad, because she be doing the most behind you. And you just intent on making her look stupid every step of the way. She been making herself look stupid long before Tristan Thompson. This is just another symptom of the problem. I mean, <laughs> but oops, was that a but, drag? But see, my thing is, and I say this about him, about Safari, about all of this. Y'all do the most to get these women all on the internet, showing out, showing up to where they at, doing the absolute most to get these women just to get just to get them and act stupid. What is your purpose? You could have left her where she was. <laughs> you should have. Like, like you should get a vasectomy. You do all of this to get with these girls, cause these these are your dream girls, right? And this who y'all wanted. Cause when I say Tristan was campaigning, like he was running for a motherfucking elected office to get with Chloe, just to make her look stupid every chance he get. Mm-hmm. Like you could have just left her where she was. He should have, honestly, really to be like perfectly have. frank. He should have just left her where she lied. He should have. But he said he just keep fucking around, having babies on the bitch. And like, Chloe, my God, sir. And it's like I get, I understand Chloe wanting to be with the father of her children. Well, there's that, and I also understand a co-parenting relationship developing into a more romantic relationship, especially if y'all end up quarantining together or whatever for the sake of the baby. I get all of that, but girl, at some point, you got to be tired. Yeah. Yeah. No. He, at some point, you're going to realize it don't matter how many flower walls he buy you, he is But you did not say how many flower walls. He did. The girls, <laughs> the girls love a, a floor. When I tell you he put flower <laughs> walls in her backyard, like, just doing, doing like you doing all that just to do the same dumbass shit. Like, yeah, it's like at some point, girl. Because I said that about Cardi and Offset. I hope he finally got his life together and quit. I mean, at least enough to keep it out of the fucking press. Exactly. Exactly. If you're gonna be out here doing the stupid shit, at least don't do a bitches that talk too much. You never and don't get bitches pregnant. Don't get bitches pregnant. Use a condom. Sign an NDA. What the fuck? fuck a condom. Get a fucking vasectomy. They're reversible. That too. Something. Just do better. Like, I mean, I I say stupid. the my posture always is respect the bounds of the relationship that you set with your partner, whatever that means for y'all. But you can't mm-hmm. have your own set of rules while your partner over here working on this, thinking y'all working on this whole other set. Like, if you're gonna fuck around, not even that. Just do better. Just do, do better. better. It's like you're just intent on making her just look bad, just embarrassing everybody. And it's like this is the internet. This shit don't never go away. Your baby like what six now? She can read. And she's going to wonder where this baby came from because mommy wasn't pregnant. And also, these kids know how to use the internet to find the shit. 
Because you think you ain't opening up Google and seeing this nigga's face first thing. And she going to say, oh, it's daddy. Click. And then there you go. Yeah. I mean, just... she may not know every word, but she she know enough of them words to know some shit ain't right. I just want to tell all you wealthy niggas out there who never listen to this show. Um, <laughs> do me a favor. There are two important things that you have to have in your life when you're a wealthy fuck boy. NDA and a fucking vasectomy. Two very basic things. Yeah, but you know. Do the bare minimum. Don't bring no babies home to the main one. It's already bad enough she with you. Even bigger than that, leave these women alone. Let them just live their life. You, If you don't want to really be with them, leave them the fuck alone. Let them hoes rest. If you want to be out here fucking everybody that walk down the damn street, you do that. But do that single. Like, you don't have to be with nobody to do that. You can let these women be where they at and not do the most trying to either get them or get them back. Unless they're into that, but still don't bring a baby home. Yes, whatever. Uh, uh, Just uh, do better, third Mr. Tristan, and all the rest of you niggas. And I don't know what it is about Tristan Thompson and his allergy to pregnant women, because for some reason... Because he's a fuck nigga. Once that belly starts showing, he don't know how to act. (laughs) No, which is why I'm like, just nigga, just get a fucking vasectomy, for God's sakes. Yeah. Be smart. Speaking of the Kardashians. Oh, God. Is this about Kanye West Christmas song? Trying to get Kim back? No. I did not know that was a thing. You keep bringing... This is now what the third (laughs) week you brought up a random Kanye song I know nothing about. (laughs) No, it's not real, but it was... I was like, okay, so he did a Thanksgiving prayer, so I'm just waiting on the Christmas track with Mariah Carey. The most recent thing... The most recent thing I saw about Kanye West is that he did a a Sunday service. Is that what he called his cult shit? Sunday service? Yeah, the one he wasn't paying the singers for? rendition of easy on me by Adele. Oh. The internet told me it slaps. I have not listened to it, so. <laughs> well, I mean, the internet was also telling us that the fucking vaccine was going to make you immune to 5G, but you also see, make you magnetic. Like, you see, the internet... We're was, on the internet. <laughs> the internet was also lusting over Tyler Perry at one point. So, as you see, that's why I said I am not going out my way to listen to it. I still feel dirty about that. <laughs> Tyler Perry's not. Maybe he ain't bad looking. Y'all niggas need to go outside and touch some grass. Like it's just. I need to go outside and get some ass. He's the best. I Bars, mean, now nigga. I'll say <laughs> Tyler Perry is not a bad looking man, but. I don't understand less than over Madea. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, because he's like girls like to fuck niggas in drag. You're right. You're right. But no, that's not why I brought up the that's not the Kardashian I was talking about. Um, Kim Kardashian hired the Shumperts to be the face of this new Skims cozy line, which oh word. Now, there's pieces that I even want in this collection. But 
so we know Tiana and Amon are just fine for no fucking reason. They don't make sense. They are aggressively fine. But and what extremely talented tickled me is that in these photos of this family, with her mama and daddy looking the way they do, Junie still ate them up in these photos. Because they're that girl, she is going to be a like, do you force. see this baby? She is going to be a force to be reckoned with. The way that she I hope Shuni, Rumi, and Serbia are friends. Like, just... <laughs> that baby is just so cute. Yes. Juni is just so fucking cute. She's adorable. They just and are it... a very adorable. Like, they're just a, a beautiful fan. One, aesthetically yeah. beautiful. But, like, but everything just a, a good family. Super talented. They let, they let, the, I love that they let their kids explore their talents. Cause Wait, Junie how many kids do they have? Two. Okay, I only knew. Oh, she did just have, did she just have one recently? Yeah. Okay. Junie is hilarious. <laughs> I Junie love watching her on, on, watching the videos. She is hilarious. <laughs> Junie is an icon, a role model. She is the moment. She is a living legend. <laughs> Give that little girl her flowers while she's still here. Ooh, there's a bunch of other, there's a bunch of shit. Oh, Danny Lee is still doing things on the internet. Don't remember who that woman is. The one that was fighting with the baby on Instagram Live. Oh, the pregnant one? The one that wanted the plan B? Yeah. Okay. And she, I don't think she's actually pregnant, but yes, the one that wanted the plan B. Well... His other baby mama posted a photo mm-hmm. in which someone commented and asked, was she wearing Danny Lay's shoes? And Danny Lay then went and liked the comment as if to insinuate that, yes, she is wearing my shoes. Which it was really fucking weird, but it was... <laughs> Why are we what why why are we being messy on the internet? That's what I'm saying. It was Don't so you weird. niggas got like lives and children and things to tend to? Don't y'all got shows to watch, pizza rolls to eat? <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> then she posted on her stories that she was praying for guidance or peace or insight or whatever the fuck these hood rats say when they get, when they, they nigga ain't acting right. See, this is the problem, though. The scripture tell you what? That God helps those who help themselves. And this bitch ain't doing herself no fucking favors. He ain't about to help you, girl. This is all on you. Take your ass off the fucking internet. Find some joy. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of hearing about this. What does she do? <laughs> and, and, what is her occupation? I mean, she sings. here. One of her songs came on my... Uh, came on yeah the other day. When okay, I was so she that. actually does something. Yeah, she sings and she's a ta- she's talented. That's the shitty part. The girl is actually talented. But what did they tell McKay Michelle to do? Shut up, <laughs> sing, and make the money. But it's like all I mean that's other, a whole different case. Bad yeah. reference. Bad reference. All this point. other bullshit gets it like overshadows the fact that this child is actually talented. That's the thing. Shut up, girl. Because she has a song with Chris Brown that I actually kind of like, but more because I think the video is cute. Mm-hmm. 
but she's a she's a very good dancer and she can sing and it's just all this other ghetto shit is overshadowing the fact that this child has talent and we ain't we don't know her for all this ghetto shit and not for yeah, she what she sound. does she needs to shut up and sing that's it shut up girl sing you want us you want us to know about all this bullshit that's going on with you and this nigga and you know how you tell us but you sing it in a song and then you make a coin off of it and then you go yeah. on tour like summer walker did like fucking Taylor Swift has done for like Taylor every Swift album has done for years, like Dolly Parton has done, like all of the girls have done for years. Niggas are coming after John Mayer again, <laughs> and Jake Gyllenhaal again. Like what? Yeah, I know. Years later, Jake Gyllenhaal will never know peace. They're coming for them on the never know peace. They come to them on the re on the re-release. Like, you know, these Ain't they? 12, 15 years old. Like it's <laughs> this nigga that had like two marriages, uh, two babies, a career shift, decided mm-hmm. to take a year off, act acted, was working with doctors without borders as a volunteer. Like he's had this whole ass life, and all of a sudden this shit happens again. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe shut he, up. Do he that. He was girl. trying to make up for it because he knew it was coming. That means. The minute if I was him, the minute I heard that shit was being re-released, I would have dropped off the map for at least a solid year. Yes, I would have disappeared and you wouldn't have seen me. Like, yeah, like this is the year I take off. Maybe I should start writing. So I'm gonna take this year to write some projects. Just kind of, you know, chill out. Like the closest thing you niggas might see me at a big voice, and that'll be about it. That'll be, <laughs> <laughs> be about it. So them folks over there in Dashland is upset with W Magazine. Who? What is so, Dashland? There was a uh, Kylie and Travis Scott was supposed to be on the cover of W Magazine. Oh, the Kardashians. Okay, yeah. I was thinking Stacey Dash. I mean, Stacey Dash and Damon Dash. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. Dashland. <laughs> the fuck they doing? <laughs> anyway. They were supposed to be on the cover of W Magazine, but as y'all, you and I both know, anything attached to Travis Scott has been getting dropped, including that Hulu documentary. <laughs> they snatched Which that shit. It was not a documentary. A it wasn't a 20 hours after what they What was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't a documentary. It was um, the t- one of the TV stations in Houston, which is where Afterworld was, they did a news special on uh, immediately after so, so probably something is going to happen similar with the school shooting like Fox 2 or something like that uh-huh. but what what happened Which, was, we, will, we will get into that too yeah, yeah but well yeah yeah that's going to be interesting but um, um <laughs> what, what happened with this news special right it was actually a good news special they had interviewed like security guards and parents and and broke like there was a scene in there i didn't see it but other people were breaking it down there was a scene like there were children there at the concert and everyone was asking like why are children at this grown man who be doing drugs type of concert it's because travis scott's people had built a partnership with Fortnite, the game yeah yeah he's doing concerts in the game he does concerts in the game yeah it was the so the news documentary was actually pre, uh, no I shouldn't call it a documentary it's a special uh, a special report from the hometown which is where actual world was that kind of like connected a lot of dots in terms of why what happened had happened but as what happens in the news business as 
as we all know, like I know quite a bit about, you have the 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 journalist part of it, but then you got the marketing part of it. And so yeah. marketing, you know, they put this like scary title on it, give you all these graphics or whatever. And so when you first see it, like Hulu has done this before, but they'll, we'll, they'll occasionally pick up like, you know, that like a 2020 special or like yeah. a, a yeah. So they picked this up knowing it was getting a lot of traction in Houston but put all this other stuff on it that would lead you to think it's a documentary. And, and they put and it in the documentary section. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. which, which they should it, not have done. In the documentary section. I didn't watch it because this is how quick this shit happened. I saw it. It was like days later. I saw it that morning. Yeah. I saw it the morning. We recorded. We talked about it. I was going to watch it the next day to see what it was and it was gone. Yeah. yeah. So it was yeah they took it they took it down because people are just like well, how did the documentary come out so how fast did the and they happen already because yeah. it takes it's at least three months to put a documentary together and this should happen in like a week i mean even a month if you really work hard but god and then it damn was also like they're like you know there's still people that's not even buried yet yeah that's the other that was the other thing too it's like there are people that there are people that are still injured. Like, like it just, it was tacky. It was beyond tacky. And I understand that from like local news because local, let's be honest, like local news, televised news is honestly tacky and tasteless. Let's just be real. But they're not so bigger than that. They got to fill time with whatever the big story in the area is. It's not like they got a whole country right. to work. But the thing yeah. too is they, there's always this like sensationalized spin. You know what yeah. I mean? There's the use of the music in the background. Like Aaron was saying, like the cutaways, even the yeah. vocal inflection. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's there's these tacky elements to it. It's yeah. local news. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like local news is where news goes to die, to be perfectly honest. I mean, one can say that with national news too, especially since how most national news stations don't even have journalists on air. It's just personalities. So yeah, yes, I will have with uh, Chris, a journalist. <laughs> no, it, it's true. Like with Chris Cuomo at CNN, not to like yeah. pull us in that direction, but it's there needs to be a serious. I mean, we. I mean, people say this like every damn day, but like mm-hmm. we, we are long overdue for a serious reassessment and reexamine of of industry yep. practices that people still have not caught up to yet. But but see, that also leads into how we consume media, and that is an even larger discussion. I mean, that's literally <laughs> the discussion that we're having on Rewind. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is true too. Yeah. Shout out but, to Five um, Minute Crafts. So. They're mad at W Magazine because the article that they were writing leaked. Okay. And this article, I'm just going to read a portion of it. Travis and Kylie seem very comfortable under the sheets, but even though they will soon have two children together, their daughter Stormy is three. They are not a couple and haven't been in two years. What? Yeah. Um... It gets cut off, so I'm not going to read that sentence. But they talk about, it's something about focusing on chosen and unconventional families as much as on traditional ones. That's when Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott, and their beautiful daughter, Stormy Webster, came to mind for our coverage story. Her name is Stormy Stormy Webster. Webster. Like the song. (laughs) Like the song. 
<laughs> I know Lena Horn is spinning in her grave. Right. <laughs> Lena Horn did not put all this light-skinned magnificence on display for, for us it to, to be tied to a Kardashian <laughs> at best. Oh no, a Webster though. At least she's a Webster. Yeah. They knew what they was doing with that. <laughs> no shade. I would do that. I would do that, and I would be laughing the entire time. My poor child would have no idea why. Every time I look at them, I just laugh in their face. Mm-mm. Like your name, Stormy Webster. You have no idea how funny this is. <laughs> we learned that the elusive and hugely successful Jenner was pregnant with her second child with one of the most famous musicians. And we were also reminded that despite their growing brood, Jenner and Scott are not actually a couple. Here was a real example of a family operating on their own terms. <laughs> As they okay, I guess. Spent their second child together, former couple. The fact they said that so many times is funny to me. It's Kylie like they Jenner constantly want to Travis reiterate Scott. that Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are not together. You know why, though? They're like, oh, no, 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 no. Kylie's not with him. Kylie's not with him. I, I just want you to know Wait. she's not with him. Wait, are creating their own definition of family. So at least three of the Kardashians have come out and said, I don't know why this lying ass bitch wrote that because they are very much together. Like it's oh <laughs> damn. <laughs> How do you get it that wrong though? I like what about but- like, how do you get that out of the interview with the two of them? So having, there's one of two things that I could see happening here. Mm-hmm. One, having watched as much of that show as I have, which isn't much, but enough to have seen her relationship with Tyga play out and how they broke up every other week. Well, she was also 12 when she was with Tyga. You're right. But if that's any indication, it could have been like they was off that week. (laughs) But more likely what I'm thinking happened is because they have not publicly acknowledged being back together. Mm -hmm. I think this writer was going over the top to say that they're not together because they didn't say they were together. Okay. Because it's one of those things where it's like, we all kind of know, but neither one of them has publicly said, yes, we're back together. So the writer thought that they were given breaking news type tea when really they were given TMZ type. No, I can't even say TMZ type tea. Uh, oh, but you can, tea. and we'll get to why. But yes, <laughs> this is, <laughs> that's oh, what Well, it is TMZ. So TMZ, because <laughs> we're still in the Kardashians' land. Oh my God! Well, this is the last time. We'll Which be- one now? We didn't talk about Kim, Chloe. This has been a very Kendall, Chris, Katie, Catherine for the Kardashians. <laughs> for the Kardashian and Tagalongs, this has been an active week. So. Tagalong, like the oh, never mind. Which so, was like the the cookies. <laughs> But you are high. Yeah, yeah, I want some cookies. (laughs) The girl that we found out five minutes ago was pregnant with Tristan's baby apparently had this baby. 
Damn. Again, third trimester, Tristan. They that's they start getting into it when she got close to the end. That's what happened. So she had a boy. So TMZ posted this story. Tristan Thompson, newborn in dispute, has his last name. In which they posted a photo that supposedly is from this girl's Instagram, but it's mm-hmm. a fake baby. So that's the photo. That's one of those real dolls. Wait, why would she? What? I don't think that she posted it. I think TMD trying to say they had like breaking news. Yeah. Created this by pulling this image off of, in, off of the internet because you can Google and get the same real doll image. Yeah, I've seen that. And then putting this like fake Instagram thing around it. It's not that hard to do it. That's what I think happened. I don't think, because I went to the girl's page and this post is not on her page. So as as someone, I I mentioned earlier that I have spent almost my entire life watching soap operas, right? (laughs) Everything that is going on with the Kardashians and all of these tagalogs and hangarounds is is very much giving soap opera. It's very much giving General Hospital. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, they fucked up canceling the show because this would have been probably their best season. Well, so the key thing about soap operas is like, if you look at any given character, they are related to literally everybody else on the show because Mm -hmm. everybody's like a half sibling or a half cousin or something. Because all the characters keep marrying each other, all the characters keep getting pregnant by each other, whether they married or not. And that's what this, that's what every situation with the Kardashians gives me is like <laughs> somebody could, somebody will always have a connection to them because mm-hmm. they have a baby by, by, by someone. By somebody. Therefore yeah. their, their child will be like a half sibling of a Kardashian child there. So they will always be connected that way. And yeah. that's, that's, it, it's, 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 it's very general hospital. It's like, like I just don't. <laughs> Oof. Yes. So, well, are we yeah. done with the Kardashians? Now we're done with the Kardashians. Thank God. Master P asks for a judge to declare him single from his wife because they've been separated for ten years. To which I say, just get divorced. <laughs> oh yeah. Why don't you just? Well, I. What is it? Is it him thinking that she's not gonna get anything? Is that what he's trying to do? So, Master P is ready to be a single man. Master P want a judge to declare he is single by the court because he's been separated from his wife for more than ten years. In legal documentation, Master P says that he and his wife Sonia Miller have been separated since twenty ten. She filed for divorce in 2013 and they settled everything in 2016, but the divorce papers were never submitted to the courts. What? <laughs> so hold on. So he is requesting that a judge just declare them divorced because it's okay. Been- no, then I get that. Yeah. Just submit the fucking papers. Well, who didn't? That's my question, though. It's like, do they who both need to papers submit? That they just hold no to. Yeah, like I, I've never been divorced, um, not Me legally. Either. I just, 
I don't understand how it works. Like, do we both need to submit forms? I mean, you I do, mean, you do, you do. This is yes, no, you do, and you both. I've I've watched the divorce, but it's so like did you, neither one of them submit the forms? What happens is I now I've not been divorced either, but I have seen somebody's divorce been held up because one party did not sign the. Oh sign. right, yeah, you but know see, what this sounds like is like both people signed. They did the mediation, split the assets, all of that. So it's not like somebody's lawyer just hasn't turned these papers in. Yeah. Well, I'm loud. Let me turn this down. But it's yeah. like you could just do that. Like just and just actually be single. Not like, but I also get this. This is weird. Like, this is some weird ass shit. It's like if you niggas just don't go and put that fucking shit in and be done with it, y'all exactly. ain't been together in how long? Like y'all been apart long enough that y'all don't even hate each other no more. No, he just submit still the hate fucking her. papers. <laughs> no, I think he do still hate her because I was watching when, when they were on um, growing up, uh, the growing up hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, he would always be talking about like, yeah, I gotta get rid of her. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If I remember correctly, that's Romeo's mama. That is Romeo's mama. Yes. Yeah, he would say little slick shit in front of Romeo about his mama. I was like, okay. Oh, I but even I think Romeo would say shit about his mama too, if I remember correctly. I mean, I heard she was kind of grimy. Yeah. yeah. But no, I never. No, didn't know that. Well, as long as her shit don't affect my uh my need and supply for rap snacks, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you start fucking with the shipments, then you got a problem with me. Because I like my rap snacks ramen. So Cardi B was arriving at a Playboy event. Is it Playboy or was this the, yeah, this was the, cause she's creative director of Playboy now. And she was arriving. What? Yeah, Cardi B is the creative director of Playboy. Wow. I know her team be working. Mama's team be putting in the hours. <laughs> So she was at a Playboy party in Miami. There's a video posted of her and Offset going in and people were kind of blocking her way and she says, let the black woman in. Oh, yeah. And then you see a comment from t that says, poor Nicki Minaj. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It was so out of context that it couldn't be messy. (laughs) With four laughing crying emojis now t <laughs> has said i don't do that messy shit i was hey don't. don't play with me like she said hey guys my account has been hacked and i never made the comment about Nicki minaj i have no problem and never have a problem with her at all that's not even me to comment on a blog and be messy so all the blogs and unnecessary comments can stop thank you <laughs> Now it is because it is weird. She don't do shit like that. Like she just don't be one out here playing those internet games. No, I honestly, to be perfectly honest, I didn't even realize that T Boss had social media. I knew she had a Twitter account because I remember from the GoFundMe for the album that never happened. Well, yeah, that. Well, I mean, like a personal one that she actually uses. You know? Yeah, that's. I I just knew there was a T Boss Twitter account. I did not know that she active enough that she wouldn't know that somebody hacked her. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Russians are out. The Russians are Russianing. Like, 
<laughs> These niggas have hacked into T Boz's account now, trying to ruin TLC's career. See, this is their plight to bring what down I the think black actually man. happened is that um one of T Boz's children and or nieces didn't put that on there from her account because they had her phone. That is what I think actually happened. <laughs> Part of me hopes that she actually posted this and was like, <laughs> and was like, oh shit, too much, too much. <laughs> I went too far. Like, oh, the hitty kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, like, I was just sitting here playing with my wigs. I should have, I, I went too far. I went too far. <laughs> All right. I was hacked. There we go. <laughs> I mean, that is funny. Like, it's, it's it, that does sound like Henny posting. Do you know? Yes. So the latest in this Stevie J Faith Evans divorce. <laughs> okay, so I was the last thing that I heard was that he had came out, he had apologized, and that they were back together. Faith had posted that um, that boomerang of him, and no shade, Stevie J is fine. His fine he's, ass doing backflips. Very attractive. He's attractive. He got a big dick. He got a fat ass. Like I see why he gets pussy like that. Um, mm-hmm. I just wish he was better. Mm-hmm. Last, yeah, she he was doing backflips and shit in the beach, and they were just being happy. She was in her 1950s one piece. They was just living life, and all now he's like, "No, bitch, I want spousal support." It's like, well, this was a one eighty. <laughs> she was being interviewed by somebody I don't even know who, and they asked where Stevie J was, and she said, "At home, waiting for me." <laughs> and then two days later, I see Stevie J files for spousal support amid divorce from Faith Evans. Mm-hmm. Documents suggest that the couple never established a prenuptial agreement. Yay. Um, <laughs> and faith of all people. So faith has been through this. Remember, she was married to that one dude that was her manager, yeah. quote unquote, mm-hmm. and he almost ran her into the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, you should have you should have been through this. And the fact that like you almost lost whatever ground you had because when you were married to Biggie but separated from him, you barely got whatever little he had after he died thank god that y'all wasn't divorced quite yet but you almost lost that so like what are you doing what are you doing yeah i mean so i I'm understand why faith i'm looking up faith evans age right now i always gotta know like how old is is too old to 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 not be doing better like what <laughs> i mean come on now though because we've been listening to mary for years and god knows niggas can't take mary being happy <laughs> like mary so gotta be going through a divorce being abused dealing with alcohol like something always got to be wrong think, with mary. as this is now faith evans third marriage right yes. to the yeah. most inf- let's be honest to the most infamous fuck nigga the u.s not was, even the u.s the I world has ever seen there. i was getting there now i get this has been your friend for years this is somebody who you've known for a long time and all this stuff right and maybe you think you know a different side of him but also still remember he was not your friend he was your ex-husband's friend yeah and already 
having been one of the producers on the memorial song that you sung to your ex-husband and father of your children, or at least child, but I think it's two, who then comes and actively pursues you after. So there's always, so it's like, you, you got to start looking at the character of the person you're dealing with. You saw him willingly get on our televisions for years. For and play them yes. lying ass games with Jocelyn for and a check and Mimi for a check. Oh, and the Panamanian goddess. Yes, I'm enchiladas. <laughs> uh, you have seen that's just funny. I'm sorry, that lady's name is Escalator. It is just funny they call her enchiladas for so long. It is very racist, but it is very funny. But it sounds like a Mexican coffee drink. Like you've witnessed him have 99 kids with 107 different women, like and have to go to court. And have to go to court multiple times. Don't you think it's all like a million and a half dollars in child support? Didn't he just go to jail for this? Like at some point, you have to let go of history and acknowledge who you actually have in front of you. Yeah. Therefore, I don't have much sympathy for my mom on this one because he told you who he was so many times over. You decided yeah. not to believe it. Because just because you know this nigga as your friend don't mean you know him as your nigga. That is not the same nigga you about to get. Like, it's, it's just not. He fucked up. Faith Evans fucked up when she took that. Because, let's okay, Stevie J, a good time. The nigga want to go out. He want to drink. He want to have fun. He want to fuck the night away. Yeah. She took that good time and tried to settle it down. Make it a long time. And you can't do that. You keep that nigga as your good time. He's the good time. You don't want to be with a nigga like that. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, his comeback, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta next season, that's just going to be everything. He's going to be dragging Faith up and down. And I'm going to be sitting there watching mad like you're not talking about my Faith. Stevie J, by the way, turned 50 a month ago. Yes. No, he didn't. Yes. No, November 2nd, 1971. Yes. <laughs> he is a it's something specifically girl. about the makers from the 90s. <laughs> no, y'all know what I mean. It's always it's, niggas from the 90s. It's like, why? Because so many of them are morons, but they almost all still very fine. Yes. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Niggas is stupid. Is it the lead poisoning? Like, what the fuck is wrong quite with you niggas? New York in the 70s, quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere in Michigan that's a black community, any time of the year. I about to say, decade. any point in life. Like, yes. uh, speaking of niggas doing dumb shit, this Jesse Smollett trial is still happening. <sighs> no. <laughs> And this nigga has been testifying and testifying. I know. <laughs> testifying, I he has. She's been telling us everything. And the I'm tea like, that has been being spilled all in the courtroom. Just she is laying all the things on the floor and saying, You girls can eat it. Like it's just <laughs> shit. You girls can eat it. She's saying, Come find me. And I'm like, I know where. <laughs> so that was the two brothers. Who 
was who say that they were paid to carry out this attack on him. It's not funny. This whole story is just why this sounds like Empire. It is like I am reading an Empire script. That is what this it's a, sounds it's like. It's an exclusively gay Empire. It is. Exclusively <laughs> Daniels. It's the it's, Empire. It's like, this is like it. Empire as if it were written by Patrick Ian Pope instead of... <laughs> <laughs> Not, okay, Patrick Ian Pope is a better writer than this. <laughs> This not is, by much, but these are some this very empire, empire fever dreams. This is definitely empire. This is empire fever dream. This is what happens when you left him in that trash can and he decided. <laughs> Why was I just thinking about? I almost said, "Well, this is what happens when you put your gay babies in the trash can." <laughs> oh, oh, this is just stupid. I was watching that with Jesse. So that first season, we were watching that scene, and Jesse got all heartfelt, and my ignorant ass is dying i am screaming i laughed too i laughed because i was like this is utterly ridiculous because what because what's going to happen right after the boy is going to come out in the trash and still be gay very right. crazy like this is what we were doing you just threw the baby away you just said fuck them kids huh just toss the baby in the trash <laughs> I just pictured like the trash man coming the next morning, like he did it again, didn't he? Right. All right, let's get you out of here. Is, every, <laughs> is he gonna do this every night? Like, is, is this <laughs> literally, this little in the trash can. Why? Who does that? Right. That it just, and that that was a moment. And if that happened to you, I, keep I am so sorry that that is a part of your life. But when I tell you that made no sense when I saw it. Right. No, I mean, we've all like, like all of us have like I mean, adversity when it came to like sex I'm about to say there's a metaphorical trash can that your family puts you in when they found out that you're anything like no. straight. Like, but not my parents never put me out with you trash. in a trash can. I've been told I was trash, but I was never put in it. <laughs> the metaphorical trash cans they put you in. <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know. Oh I'm trying to make this shit make sense. It's just doesn't. Uh. But anyway, Smollett testified he would pay. I'm not mispronouncing this boy's name. Mm-mm. I can, yeah, no, I keep no. trying to. I was like, no. <laughs> I've been drinking too much. My tongue don't work like that when I'm <laughs> I'm not mispronouncing his name. But he said he would pay one of the brothers for cocaine, about $200. And anybody who didn't think Jesse Slomat did coke, just don't pay attention. Because what? <laughs> I have a theory after you. After you. Ooh, I love a good gay theory. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesse Slomat also testified the first night that he met the same brother. I hate when people say they did weed. That's weird to me. But, I know when they're like they did weed. I was like, what does that mean? Did they what is that? It? Like, what are these words anyway? Like, <laughs> is that a new thing? Like, are we fisting with like, <laughs> like how do you now? do this? I it's just it's confusing. They did weed and cocaine together, then went to a club, then went to a bathhouse together. Which I think was <laughs> which I know exactly which bath. I, I have not been, but it's only one. I actually I know where this bathhouse is as well. I also don't know why you would go there in January, but 
Last I heard, this place heat wasn't great in there. So um, you don't need. You wouldn't need heat. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's playing natural heat. Yes, yes, nature's if, way. No, yes, that is true. If there's some cheeks clapping, but he just said there was touching. That does not imply cheek clapping. There wasn't touching. There was more than that. He, he sucked said, that. He had the very bare minimal. He sucked that nigga's dick. Bare minimal. He said they got a private room, did more drugs and made out, and there was touching. Yeah, no, nobody, I'm going to tell you this, like, and speaking from experience, I'm older now, so we don't do these things. Uh, but when you are drunk and you are high on weed and you've done a couple of bumps of coke and you're with somebody you find attractive, it's not just touching. Okay, mean, we're not sitting there playing an intimate game of rock, paper, scissors. Like, that's not what the fuck's I mean, happening. We might be playing an intimate game. So my, my theory is there might be some, there might have been mutual masturbation. It was more it was definitely more than that. My theory, my theory is that there was so they noticed that the, the type of drug was not specified. It said uh, when they got, cocaine. Yeah. I thought they said I thought they just said other drugs. They just said did more drugs. They didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So they did. They did not specify what the more was. They either did more weed and cocaine, or they was in there popping pills. I would assume it was weed and coke because if it wasn't, they would have. They would have happily thrown that shit in there. They got a private room in a bathhouse, and they was in there doing crystal meth. That's why they didn't want to specify what kind of drugs it was. Because that, that's, what, that's what the girls do. They is low key. Um, there's, a, there's actually a documentary about um, that came out this year about black, specifically black gay men. And bathhouse culture. About what? And bathhouse culture? No, about the rise of the crystal meth. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And the and bathhouses are are tied to it as well. I've I've not seen the documentary, but it's it's one of the things that like goes around in terms of like how how do black men how do black gay men end up doing crystal meth because I guess it's in the bathhouses. It's here. It's there. It's it's but it's, it's like it's like it's low key enough where it's just like it's not like out there. Like the girls are not doing it in the club out in the open, but it's a reason like. When I said, when as soon as I saw a private room, bathhouse, and more drugs, I was like, mm, "That's what's going on. That's what's going on." <laughs> and now, Crystal Map gives you that like euphoria. So I've heard that um, basically, you be having sex all night. Yeah, if, if it hits like it's supposed to hit for you, yeah. um, and that was that's what leads me to believe that like there's more to what has been told on the stand but okay. if, if more if that more was told it would definitely like make the situation kind of worse it's just like girl you're not supposed to be doing all that knowing with you with your profile you're you, you should have been in a bathhouse yeah like that's from the get-go regardless of the drugs he shouldn't have been in the bathhouse because of the profile that he had. Now, here's my thing, though. Here is my thing. I'm going to get on the lipstick alley and see what I can find. I, I, I do. Part of me agrees with the fact that maybe you, Jesse Smollett, should not be in a bathhouse. But I did kind of feel a type of way when people were talking about, like, why is he in the bathhouse? Like, like I, I do think there's something to be said about, like, how 
people of color, gay, 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 queer people of color, and especially are not often allowed to express themselves in that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I didn't mean yeah. for that reason. I meant because he has a very public career. And that's, yeah. like you still like you freak how you want to freak. You just have to be smart about it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then bigger than as a very sexually liberated person. He was on one of like the highest rated shows. Yeah. Like, so, it, yes, there is something to be said about how people of color tend to kink shame to the point of repression. Yeah, that is a real conversation to be had. Definitely, about the views on sex and sexuality when it comes to people of color. But this thing was just done. (laughs) There's that too. That's my thing. It's like, yo, you can be like, if you want to be, and I would say too, like, please don't do it on drugs. Um, But if you want to be the girl that goes and gets gangbang, like, please, by all fucking means, do it. Are you happy? Are you? Is it a safe practice? Are you in a safe, like, are you in a safe place with people that you know and trust and gay yeah. members? Fucking do it. I say go for it. Yeah, do it, but it. Just do it in a way that makes <laughs> Fucking record. I actually almost, my other intro today was, I'm the bad bitch lurking from the sidelines supporting her brother, Journey Simulette. <laughs> <laughs> no, I journey, couldn't pick. Journey confuses me because... <sighs> I understand standing by family and all of that and Mm. ride or die. At the same time, like Journey, you are on a career trajectory that is rare for someone in your position, right? Like, I mean, they both were until this. But Journey has, she has so much going for her. And I just hate the fact that like, that's true too. And they, I've seen some conversations about the possibility of bringing in Lovecraft Country back on HBO, especially after all the awards. But it looks but you like, know like it's that she, looking like a no. But you know she's gonna be in the next uh, in that bird. She you know she's in the birds. She's gonna be in the birds of paradise movie. The yeah, actual she, bird, not that Harley Quinn thing, because she was in that too. But no. Okay, she, so actual comic book birds of paradise. Yeah. Okay. She's gonna be in that. Like there's there. She's part of this whole new revival of batman that's happening right now she's yeah, a part of that so it's like you don't don't blow the bag now i was gonna say that he very just much is lying like is don't blow the bag trying to support just stay home and text and lock in the courtroom like just stay home support from a distance like like come on now like, you got, <laughs> and plus I mean, they got like 12 other siblings like they, who you never see. You never ever see the other sibling. Send them out for support. Send one of the other like seedless smallettes. They all see not the seedless. <laughs> shut up. Not the seedless smallettes. Remember they had the show? They had the sick. Yes, guy? with the 12, all all 14 of them niggas. It is and the older body. brother who was taking care of them. Yeah. How, yeah, let let one of them other ones that we don't remember. <laughs> Cause you about, no, to, this whole you, about to, you about to blow the DC bag like I what I don't like is the judgment surrounding the way that Jesse Simulet um, practices sex and sexuality. Yeah, I, I don't like I, that criticism makes me fucking uncomfortable. Um, but I will say, I, in this story in particular, I question 
which what I mean by questioning, not like in a negative way, but in a more like um, liberal minded way, the like importance of this being included in is like, well, this this is established prior relationship. The only, well, there is that, but then there's also this case is a little different to me Mm-hmm. Because even though I, I too am uncomfortable with the judgmental conversation around how he expresses his sexuality, yeah. we can't take it out of the equation altogether because all this happened because of that. his sexuality. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, they're saying that this whole hate attack fake thing was set up because he didn't like the response to hate mail about his character and his sexuality that came to the set of Empire. Yeah. He didn't feel like the network handled it the right way. So to get their attention and supposedly show them what could happen by them not taking this seriously, he did all this extra shit. Yeah. But it's just, it's very much like, this is just one of those cases where it's like, as much as I don't want to talk about this because I don't think it's anybody's business but him and the person that he's fucking, this is kind of all we have to talk about because that's what this whole case is built on. Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> I just, I, whatever, I just want the, I'm a, I'll just say this, I just want the best for him and whatever that means is whatever that means. I just want, I, I say it like this. If he really did call in a fake hate crime, I say persecute him the same way I say persecute white women that call in fake tips about black people that's doing shit to them. So give them a ticket and let him go. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you hear what I said. I choose my words carefully. We can do what real persecution looks like or what we normally do to white women when they do the same thing. Yeah. Because this hist- this country has a history of not taking this shit seriously anyway. But I'm not I'm not saying that he that he is correct and or justified in misusing city services. I am saying I'm sick of hearing about this. That's it. Like find this, this nigga the key and send him on his way. Like why are we just make this nigga pay for everything that was spent and and a fine. And if y'all gonna make this a court case, make this a court case we don't have to hear about. I don't care. I just the whole thing just reeks of publicity. I'm like, just it does. Find this nigga. About this, get your coins it, back and go about your dad. It's like, yeah, because I mean, I know that Chicago news media do the most. Like, they're very much, do they have a buzzy story? They're going to run it in the ground. I know yeah. how Chicago news media works. I'm used to that. Whatever. But this whole situation made me look at him differently because I'm like, are you this thirsty to be the center of attention that you do this bullshit? Like, I can't. This is definitely, um, this whole situation just reeks of if it if it happened the way that the prosecution is saying that it happened 
this reeks of needing intensive therapy. Yeah. But also just having to have this be a bought lesson and let this nigga go by his days. The more I hear this, the more I think of, all right, bear with me. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just like, oh my God, am I drinking loud? <laughs> I mean, the bottle was loud, but it ain't no louder than the bullshit that was happening up here, so it's okay. Um, So on the episode of Frasier, where, oh, listen, hear me out. I don't want to hear about ham beans and scrambled eggs. His agent <laughs> climbed out on the um on the roof and was threatening to jump, but she would only talk to him so he she he could talk her down so he could get a bigger contract. That's what this screams to me. I that yeah. <laughs> I see no, I see why, because a lot of people have said that. I see why. This I is that's why. that's what this screams to me. It just you got caught and then got kicked off the show. Like it didn't work out the way you thought, but this very much screams I'm angling for a bigger contract next season. I wonder if they were going to kill him off on Empire and he got wind of it and <laughs> and was trying to create buzz so he would stay. To get him to stay. Like I wonder because Empire once again soap opera. Shot. And they're going to kill off the main gay character, though. Like, if well, any- why not, though? Because that was during a period where, like, every show was like, okay, Game of Thrones is fucking it up by killing everyone off. Next killing thing everyone. you know, every other show's, yeah, like, literally everyone. <laughs> next thing you know, every other show is like, all right, we have to kill a main character. Off. They're killing, yeah, every show at that time was killing main characters at random times. Like, yeah. It happened in uh, Revenge, Scandal, um, uh, Grey's Anatomy, Walking Dead. Like, that was that period where it's like, uh uh-oh, people actually love when characters, they're surprised when main characters get killed off. We got to kill these niggas. (laughs) We got to rack up a body count real quick. Now, granted, Scandal... They killed that nigga off because he went on a wild coat binge and did some fucked up shit. So, I mean, even still, that's still killing off like main characters. Yeah, they know? couldn't keep this nigga after he did shit. I hate to say, it, even in Law and Order, it wasn't a main character, but it was a, there was a side character who worked in forensics named Stucky. Next thing you know, out of the complete black ass, utter blue, Stucky's a fucking serial killer. And yeah. has Stabler held captive. I was just about. It made I was no sense watching that episode. I was like, "But wait, what?" Like, it's, I that was. That was the moment I said episode. I will no longer watch this show. I was like, "I'm not watching any new episodes because it didn't make sense." <laughs> it was like taking y'all remember the black lady to Myra Tooney? Yeah. It was like taking her and making her like a serial rapist. It just did not make sense. I didn't understand why he was a serial killer. Like I it didn't, didn't get it. Make and then like well, he's because he was like, upset. Nobody paid attention. Crime scene. It didn't make any fucking sense. That should yeah. But all of that is to say they were probably going to kill him off. They probably were going to kill his ass off. Have him back every once in a while for a flashback or two. But that would be it. Mm-hmm. Which would make sense because, like, who are the most expendable characters? You know what I mean? Right. Kill the gay one off. <laughs> uh, I need to be okay. on TV. Well, so LA Reed was on the reel. Nope. And they asked him, 
this is pretty innocuous so it's <laughs> no I, i'm sorry i don't know why i said no it was just my spirit defending my body <laughs> it was like uh-uh <laughs> i usually avoid most things la read but this was funny to me so he was on the reel and they asked him who would they want to who would he want to see in a versus because you know this has become a standard question when you're talking to black people at this point in our lives yeah he said he wants to see Beyonce and Mariah Carey do a versus because B is the queen, but Mariah is slightly underrated. Who the fuck is underrating Mariah fucking Carey? So let, so I, I watched this in context with what he was saying and knowing that L.A. Reid has worked with Mariah Carey many times in the past, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think what he was alluding to was the fact that we know, like you ask anybody on the street, you know, Beyonce is Beyonce, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most like I, the av- I'll say the average person, the average person is aware of Mariah Carey, but does not know exactly what her impact is. And yeah, I'm the average is- like Gen Z person. Yeah, but but that's that I mean the that's, that's the thing though, Mariah. But that, that's who drives a lot of that conversation is some of these younger people who like grew yeah. up with Beyonce, but weren't with Mariah at her peak. Therefore, a lot of people do not know that Mariah has 19 number one songs, do not know that Mariah wrote every single one of those 19 songs, except the one she didn't write, which was Michael Jackson's, but is the only song that has gone number one on a billboard twice. So, you and, and, and there is a certain generation Oh, go ahead. <laughs> He's part of the Lamely. He's you on the lamely. Yeah, okay. There, is, there is a whole generation out there that only knows Mariah for her Christmas activity and does not know anything that came before. Yeah. That. So I think when he's saying that she's underrated, I think he's talking to like a specific demographic when he says that, but mm-hmm. also just people in general that like, you know, I mean, let's be honest, like the biggest hits that mariah has had came in the 90s and so 90s early 2000s 90s early 2000s and the demographic that was there are like our age is is our age but also some of those memories are fading like we forget that one sweet day was was number one for like a whole year i don't because i have it on vinyl you don't i have that shit on vinyl and it tells me every time i look at it you Uh, don't but the average person if you hear if you walking through the grocery store and you hear one sweet day and like five other songs from that year you don't know like how long it was around Mm -hmm. it's just it just all starts to sound the same and that's what happens with old like it's older music now some of these songs about 30 years old now they all just start to blend in together you start to forget like how dominant some of these songs were and so that's what I think he was alluding to was the fact that like because Mariah is I mean she's also up there in age she is a she's an over 50 girl now yeah and her her even though she is still making good music her prime is not there as it once was and that's why she put so much effort into Christmas because that's quite honestly like the the one of the the last things she has so because of because of all of these things working together you do kind of forget like the, I, I would say you forget or you forget but the average person on the street do kind of forget like just how much she puts out there 
while we're still kind of living in the, the Beyonce world, right? So I, I would say that. I would say he might have a little bit of a point. He could have no, worded it. That's exactly what I when I read that, that's exactly what I thought it was like, yeah, she and it's not I just guess. that too. She's had a, a few she's had more than a few human mishaps publicly lately. And that kind of tarnishes that public image for Mariah at the end of the day, end of the day, end of the day, is mm. still Miss Carrie. Like she's I still that girl that wants is. her lighting from the right. I'm like, I guess because for me, Mariah Carey has always been like a fixture in my life. Yeah. Like Mariah Carey has always been a fixture the same way Whitney Houston or Brandy or yep. any of the other girls have been a fixture in my life. So I can't even shut up. Shut your ass. Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk about Brandy. Really? What she do? <laughs> we'll talk about Brandy. Oh, I must have missed some shit. I, you know, I don't be paying that much attention. But uh, I, I that didn't even I didn't even compute with the fact that there might be a whole generation of people who don't know why Mariah Carey is allowed to be on a Stairmaster in an evening gown and nobody says shit. Like, I, it never even occurred to me that there's a whole generation of people who don't remember Mariah getting in that bathtub at the end of that crib episode and throwing that, ro- that robe at you. <laughs> just, just like this. <laughs> and I think it's the same guy. That, no, it was pink. Hers was it was pink. pink, yeah. It kind of rolled over just a little bit. It covered her hand and she went. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming to my crib and then picked up the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> There's a generation of people that don't remember the heartbreaker era. Honestly, no shade. There's a generation the of people that era. don't even remember her on like home shopping. That's what I'm she saying. It was like the it's, lowest of low from right. I guess because I like I can't envision that because I remember every iteration of Mariah there ever was. Yeah, we grew up with her. I can't imagine a a living in the world and not knowing and only knowing Mariah for Christmas music. So maybe that's yeah. why it didn't even occur to me that there's a whole generation that don't know. <laughs> that is, you know, I understood. I understood why he said that. And when he said it, it was one of those moments that felt sad, but unfortunately very true. But at the same time, the only person that really took, that really could go head to head with a Beyonce who's probably never going to do this right. is Mariah. I don't know. She might do because Swiss Beats is a friend of her family. She might and Timbaland is also a friend of her family. So she Yeah, but she's do. like COVID. This is going to be some at home shit. And Mariah's probably yeah. the same oh, way no. too. It's like, oh no, bitch, you doing that. Beyonce not showing up at not near one of y'all venues. She is no. like Zoom from that one little closed room that she always do them Disney things from that so you cannot yes. see the house. No, she's not. She's not showing up at none of your things. She's like, no. No, Mama's next I'm visual album is going to be a Zoom, and when you buy this CD, you will get the link to see the live concert because that will then hit Netflix you, two years Ms. later. Ivy will say, first of all, we don't share stages. She we don't do doing it. That we don't have a production, and bitch, no, because y'all are dirty and poor. We're not going. 
shit, no, bitch, it's COVID. She like, we're just doing this. I'm sure Mariah like, no, we're doing this from my home. Again, well, see, Mariah's going to do it from her bathtub because we know mama loves to do the shit from her bathtub. Beyonce is going to be in that white-ass closet. This is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Beyonce about to be uh, in that little dress. Right. All you're going to get is them, that big-ass bass. <sighs> she's not playing the games with y'all. She's not coming to your events. <laughs> she's not. You know, Mama's going to get home with her bass and pick her lemons and Here's harvest a- her honey and not come to your things. <laughs> Here's a triggering thought. Oh, so, God. You know, it's... it's there are kids out there today who look at Mariah Carey now in 2021 the same way our generation would look at like a share. Yeah. You know oh yeah. I mean? Like yeah. that's the shit. Well, maybe. Maybe not like a share. Cher but was like actively releasing music though. But I mean Mariah like, still is too. Think of like think when we were kids. No, oh, she God, has had that get the fuck out song, which I like. And she knows okay. she just, okay. I swear she just okay. released an album maybe like a couple of oh, months maybe coffee. earlier. Yeah. This she had that, why don't you get the fuck out? That <laughs> album was good. I heard they, they, there was a song off that album playing in the gay bar the other night. But what I'm saying is like, think of like all the older divas that were out when we were kids, like a, like a Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Or uh, like a Gloria Grace. Estefan. Yeah, like someone uh, like you know that they're famous, but you don't know exactly why they're famous. You don't yeah. know, like, so it's a whole generation of kids that look at Mariah the same way we was looking at them. It's just like I know you are a legend, but I don't know why you're a legend. You, you know this is, so I have to take y'all through the course that my brain just did. So in this conversation, in which we're talking about these older divas, you said share. First thing I thought was believe. Yeah. So that already t- tells you. Okay, before that, before that, Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick would be a better example. And so when, when, look, when did you first uh, we can continue Dion Warwick? Dion Warwick <laughs> my first introduction with Dion Warwick was the Psychic Friends Network. Exactly. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, but you, you kind of knew, like, did, I knew like, she had I been around because my grandma that. liked her. My grandma likes her music, and I knew my grandma listened to her. And I remember her playing in the house as I was growing up. But my first time really thinking about Dionne Warwick with Psychic Friends Network, when I think about yeah. Cher, literally the first song I can think of is Believe. See, I think about Cher like, as a kid, and it was like in. infomercials. See, the first thing I think of to- in general was uh, the movie with the kid had the fucked up face, Moonstruck. Is that the oh, movie? Elephant Man. No, that wasn't Moonstruck. No. Oh, Mermaid? That was no, Elephant it was, Man. It was her son and his face was all fucked up. The I name got- of it was like Elephant Man. I don't think it was. Because <laughs> he had elephantitis. I don't, I don't know. Hold on. I'll tell you. In one second, because now I have to, I have to know. I, I hated that movie so much. It made it's like, oh, you should cry at all these parts. It was like, called. Why Matt is this on? Was the name of this movie? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling that movie the Elephant Man for years. Because I saw, because I saw that one, and I saw Moonstruck. Because my mom liked both of those movies. Wait, Moonstruck was the one about the pizzeria, right? Yeah. My mom okay. really liked those movies, with, so I remember watching those two. What's her name? Roberts. Julia Roberts? 
I don't remember. I think I'm mixing that with fragrant tomato. I haven't seen it in ages. And from what I've learned See, this today, is why our listenership is like 60 and above. <laughs> yeah, probably. But the, the when you said Gloria Estefan, this is shameful. The first thing I thought of when you said Gloria Estefan was music of the heart. Music of the heart. That song with NSYNC from that Meryl Streep movie. That is the first thing I thought of. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I mean, but you're the NSYNC, NSYNC stand, so that makes sense. Yes, but also, come on. I know she did shit way before that. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> I grew up like listening to um, Gloria Estefan because that was that like, kind of funky it was like a that say it felt like that funky mm-hmm. soul sound except it was the cousin of and yeah no like, i grew up listening uh, to her too because i like selena and you know if you like selena you kind of end up in gloria so far so, i didn't like this is gonna talk you love selena i know a lot of latinos are gonna be mad i never really liked selena like that. i was the only black person i knew that did like selena and i think i mean i love the look of other <laughs> So I, just, I never got into her music. I was. It wasn't that like fun Miami sound. Like I wanted something that I could like shake my titties to as a small child. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> <laughs> you can't I do this to. I guess you could to bitty bitty bum bum. You could to bitty bitty bum bum. <laughs> but that's more like a. But she kind of you know <laughs> hit a little bit of everything. She was Cuban, so it was a little different. The sound was a little different. Yeah, like her sound, and I hate to say this, but Gloria Estefan and the Sound Machine, that sounded like Miami cocaine. Mm-hmm. Like That's it sounded it like floral patterns on the wall, large, uh, large foliage uh, wallpaper, piles of cocaine, just glamorous Valentino gowns and beautiful jewels. And it's just, the Golden Girls on Coke. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a city Yes, thank you for being a friend. Right. And I, I actually, know. I have been falling asleep to that lately. That's been the thing that helped me go to sleep lately. Oh, I've been, well, I watch the Golden Girls every day to the point where my kids be singing the songs running around the house. <laughs> like, I watch the Golden Girls all the time, so. That's all I got, I guess. I don't know. Everything was stupid. What did Brandy do? <laughs> Okay, so let me just say this. And this is not to hate on Brandy as a diva. I just want to remind the world that she is an agent of chaos. Shut up. Lee, I am not going to continuously stand for this Brandy slander. I just want to remind everybody (laughs) that there have been (laughs) multiple situations that have arisen that have been problematic. I mean, she kissed somebody's eye out. And then she also... I just like to say Brandy's a lovable clip. How about that? You make her sound like she's Pepper Ann, and that she is not. (laughs) 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 No. Nobody's talking about what's her name. It's Brandy. (laughs) That was it. I just... (laughs) I just had to remind y'all that 
Uh, actually, I'm joking because I don't I don't want her to come after me in any way, shape, or fashion. I love Brandy. Brandy got too many bodies under her name, so I can't be getting that close to it. But uh, I do the love Frasier reference, it's all, like, but I'm gonna let it pass. Like it's all just shits and giggles, you know. Yeah, there's a Fraser <laughs> reference in this, but I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> there is. There's a, the thing. This is the thing. There's always either a Fraser or Golden Girls reference in every situation. You just gotta find it. <laughs> it's always one there. What is the Fraser reference? So there was an episode where he was like either speed dating or he ended up going on a date. It was one of those choose your own ending episodes. It was kind of strange, but <laughs> the girl was hella clumsy and they met because she like knocked him down and broke his arm. But then she also. <laughs> like knocked down somebody else and broke their nose and put somebody else in the hospital like everywhere she went somebody ends up in the hospital oh my god (laughs) you know what else i was thinking you know mariah carey is the same age as the golden girls when Mm -hmm. they (laughs) damn yeah yep she is damn I mean, niggas just be sleeping on Maria with an H. Like, let's just, like, give her her things. She's Blanche. She, mm, she's Blanche. (laughs) Mama's Blanche. (laughs) Oh, she's not Blanche. She's more cutting. Well, now we gotta look it up. Rue McClanahan. It's like, she's a combination of Blanche and Dorothy. Yeah, because Mariah is very cutting. There is this video of her circulating right now where she's clearly gone off the henny. And the DJ puts the mic in her face and (laughs) he says, Mariah, what you about to do? Mama, clearly, anything is possible. Because she went (laughs) double with them sunglasses on and that piece of hair covering 98% of her face and said, I'm going to do the best I can with what I got. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just for clarity's sake, uh, Rue McClanahan, who played Blanche, um, was 51 years old when the Golden Girls first came on. Yeah, Mariah right. Carey in 2021 is 52 years old. Yeah, but it's like 52. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, let's not forget, though, she is half black. <laughs> she is half black. She's going to age pretty decently. Mm-mm. Mariah well. was on that henny in that video. And I, when I tell you this is my mantra for the rest of my life, like... <laughs> At any point when y'all ask me what I'm about to do, I'm just sending y'all that video. <laughs> well, before we get into emotional check-in, we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge the unfortunate and very odd um, school shooting that happened in Michigan so, last week. That actually, I didn't even know what happened until the next so day. The reason why I didn't bring that up is because. I have only seen the national media coverage because I don't, I never, I didn't take the time to dive into the local media coverage of it. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I'm going to let somebody who's there locally bring it up, even though it's not in the same city, but you close enough that you could still see the local media coverage. So um, it is it might be different than what they're seeing on the national scale. Sometimes that happens. Uh, Karen McDonald, uh, attorney, not attorney general, what is it called? 
prosecutor. county prosecutor mm -hmm. uh, for Oakland County was like, no, all you niggas are going away. <laughs> I said, yeah, based on the information that has been given to us, which honestly has been very little, very, very it little. makes sense. But um, we also like, okay, so the school shooting happened. Yeah. Um, the boy had a countdown to the shooting on his Instagram. I didn't hear anything about that. Well, I saw that. Okay. I there was a it said countdown to the devil returns, and it was like on his Instagram. I I actually saw that for myself, or at least for Instagram that they're reporting to be his. I'll say that. No, it was his because they used that as um. That, that was used as evidence in how they in got the him out. grand jury trial, okay. right? Yeah. Well, there yeah. were intermediary steps taken to um, do That's something. That's where the gray this. area starts to hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a teacher peeped it. Teacher saw what was going on. Mm -hmm. Sent him to the called the parents. Yeah. And and uh, took it up to the the guidance counselors. Uh, the guidance counselors is like, I got to do something about this. Um, and the parents did not, but yeah. also there was also another decision made on the part of the counselor's office that they said, okay, well, maybe it was just like, cause he was like, oh, I'm just making this for a video game. And they were just like, oh, okay, well, never mind. So it wasn't like there was there was there were clearly some adults that were trying to, that saw what was going on, but there were a lot of adults that said business as usual. Well, from my understanding of it, uh, school officials contacted multiple times, and the parents didn't respond. Yes. Um, what and also especially the with the ammunition the thing. But yes. They gave him the gun and then he's looking up ammunition on his phone. Teacher sees it. This is even before the drawing. Um, and and reports it to who need whoever needed it to have it, what have you. They contact the parents and the parents don't respond. Yeah. The question really is: okay, so what mm -hmm. as a district is the guideline for it? Because I know in DPD, that's a no-go. Yeah. And what was really interesting for, for me to kind of see in this is to see the sheriff, the prosecutor, Oakland County executive, to see all of these people squirm when um, news media is asking, so where were the metal detectors? So that's where, that's where it gets interesting. So Oakland County is, is changing, right? We, we, the Oakland County of our childhood is very Republican, very conservative, very white, yeah. you know, centered around the white, white Republican male. Now, I'm not saying it's like overnight change, but now um, we have a gay executive yeah. and we have, who's a Democrat, and we have a prosecutor that's a, a Democrat, but the sheriff is still a Republican. Yeah. So there's there you see there's the the dissent between the prosecutor is going hard. She's just like, oh y'all got to do something. It's the sheriff that's like, well we didn't know about this, and I don't think we should be doing this. They're they're definitely still leaning on that like he's a good kid. Let him let him do let you know boys will be boys. Let him grow up. That 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 type of situation. 
when they first start putting his picture out there, they use this like, like years ago when he was like 12, 13 years old, where he still looked innocent. Yeah. Well, I saw that in national media because local media yeah, that's was why I said it's, That's why I said I wanted to get the local because I didn't see really any of the local media coverage. Like I've, I Locally, I've barely seen um, one of those like little kid photos of them. I only saw that like school yearbook photo from like two, three years ago. I didn't see his mugshot until like this week. So, yeah. I, so there's that again, this is kind of like falling on the sh- part of the sheriff. So his name got out there first before mm-hmm. the mugshot got out yeah. there. When your name gets out there, it's fair game to like, I'm going to put in Blackshire's gout and see what comes <laughs> up, right? So so they because they put his name out there, you just got to go with what you can find. Yeah. And then this, so this comes down to the sheriff's office. You get your mugshot taken by the police officer, not the prosecutor. Um, the sheriff's office drops the mugshot after his name gets out there. In any other situation, the name and the mugshot go out together. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because, but be, again, because everybody's so thirsty and hungry for the story, right? Um, that's why you saw all the childhood photos and all the innocent looking ones circulating first. And that's the image that's kind of permeating and mm-hmm. stuck out there. And then by the time you get the mugshot out there, it's we already seen, you know, we already, yeah, we already have formulated our mind is this young child. Yeah. yeah. And it's, then, but see, this is like I was having this conversation yesterday. I'm looking less at what's the responsibility of the district. And maybe that's because I went to a school district that, as far as I knew, didn't have any active policy for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I was in school before social media was a thing. Therefore, it could have just not have been needed at that time. Because at the time I was in school, shit, if you wasn't on like AIM or I don't know, one of them girls, you wasn't talking to nobody no way. So, but it's to me, I look at less of the district and more of how should we be charging these parents? Oh, no. I, what I, I've definitely, that's the, that's the stop for me. Do I think the district should be charged? No. No, no, no. But I don't even, I think the district needs to internally reassess their policies. There we go. But I think overarchingly, I think a lot of the policies within our school system need to be reassessed to meet what happens today. Yeah. But then I look at the parents and how they're only being charged with involuntary manslaughter which they promptly dipped the fuck out and left him in jail. <laughs> Why? Girl, hold on. <laughs> you want to catch tea? That wasn't, that. that's not too far from my job. That literally isn't like oh, oh, a couple of girls, blocks away from my job. All yeah. the East Side girls on Jefferson were, were hot that night. <laughs> I know exactly where they were because you know that's all, that's my area. Like it's... <laughs> I saw that shit and I was like, oh my God, I passed that <laughs> on the way to Marrow. <laughs> I was gonna say they were out by Southern Fires. Like, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like, what is when I saw when I saw the address, I was like, oh, they was trying to get some catfish. Like, what was going on? What were we doing? Like, did y'all just end up here? How did we get here? Like, it's confusing. Oh, where were y'all going? Exactly. So what was the end? My game? question I feel is, like I was really trying to get to like Harper Woods or some shit. Like, it's. Well, no, you had to come through Harper Woods to get from where they was coming from. I so know. where were y'all really trying to go? Like, yeah, what was happening? <laughs> My question was, is whose Mima saw them going into this building? She's like, who are these white people going into this building? Nobody going here. Kudos to her. Kudos to whoever that oh, was. Because said, oh, the, oh, no. no. no I mm. read the story about who called. It was the landlord. <laughs> the landlord to the building came outside saw their car and was like, hmm, I ain't never seen that car before. Let me investigate. <laughs> Got closer and said, oh, that was like that car that was on the news. Then called the police. <laughs> so it was probably some 30-year-old hipster who was like, hmm, let me go see. Because you know those... No, the land- the no <laughs> that wasn't the landlord. That was the artist. It was like a 60-something dude. Yeah, they, the artist is a 60-something year old. Okay. The artist who was like, mm, yeah. That's what it was. It was... Okay, that's what it was. I couldn't remember if it was the landlord or what, but that's what happened. Somebody being nosy. Yeah. <laughs> Which there's possibility of him being charged too. I Which, oh, the prosecutor's going for everybody. She is going for everybody. She said somebody be charged. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they went after the person who sold them the gun. You know, the yeah, gun, the gun manufacturer thing. themselves. Well, they can't. The thing is, is they can't go after the person who sold them the gun because the person who sold the gun was selling it. Sold to the gun father. to an adult who sold it to an adult. But the and, boy was with them when. But they still, talked. the gun was. But sold I've been to, to gun dad. shows, and you can sell to adults, even because I see kids at gun shows all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Gibraltar Trade Center. I mean, have you been to the gun enough show? And I that is the hickest shows right next to my high school. I bet they were dumb enough to have been like the parents talking to the gun owner, like, "Oh, this isn't for us. This is for him." Like, I mean, see, that's the thing. It's like even they did say that, which I guarantee they did say, "Oh, we he he." I guarantee the conversation was, "Oh, I'm buying my boy his first. You know, I guarantee that's what the conversation was. But who gonna prove that? Right, because I guarantee that seller gonna be I like. I bet you they gave themselves away because look at look at how the stuff has unfolded thus far. These people are not very smart. Like these, <laughs> to be honest. But the fact that we have text messages, yeah, like girl, you text your son saying Ethan, don't do it. Yeah, that no, means you. Th- that means you knew that you there knew. was the possibility, and of that's it. why I say they need to be charged with more than just involuntary manslaughter. They probably got that charge because that's the one that's probably going to stick. That's like, that's exactly what it was. Having she keeps saying provable charges, having she keeps saying things that she can prove. So mm-hmm. many of these cases where they either overcharge and then the jury is like, "What? Technically, they did. They they only check a few of these boxes, not all of them. So not guilty. They will yeah. go for the charge that you know will when it comes to a court and having a jury try it that it will be airtight. Yeah. It's been um, a very weird, so I have not, usually shit like this happens and like there's multiple conversations with people about it because people are like, oh my God, girl, did you hear? You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Have not experienced that at all with this. And I don't know if it's just us becoming more desensitized to school shooting, despite how close this is. Yeah. And this is this Michigan's like first for real for real? a long time. Michigan has had. Uh, I mean, there was, was the bath thing. There was the bath in 1927, but there was also. Which was um, the biggest school massacre. This is the biggest one since then. There was also a shooting in 2006, I believe, but it happened at a bus stop outside of Henry Ford High School in which one student was injured, I believe. There was also something that happened when we were like 15. I was I was 15, I, th- I think at the time. But when I read about it, I was like, oh, I remember this when it happened. Up in Flint, a six-year-old shot another six-year-old. Remember that? Yeah, because the sheriff keeps bringing it up. Yeah, that would that classifies as a school shooting, like because it happened on school grounds. But no, this is Michigan's deadliest one since Bath, and first one in a long time. So there were always incidents that happen outside of let's be let's be honest, outside of a majority of Detroit public schools. Yeah. I never classified those as being school shootings because more than likely that was a neighborhood thing, not necessarily a school environment thing. I would theorize that the reason why we, and when I say we, I mean this this type of we, are sort of desensitized to it is because... Because we've grown up with it. We Yeah, we grew up with it, but also like the immediately when we when when the shooting happened, Everybody I follow was just like, did they have metal detectors at that school? There was no sympathy. Now I sympathize. I, I personally sympathize, but the fact that like that was the immediate thought, that yeah, just same. is the exemplifies just how messed up of a country, but also a region that we came up in. And the fact that like all the every black person I saw was just like. Did they have metal detectors? No. If they, was, if they was in our school, this <laughs> never would have happened. And it's true. That's if exactly we, it. We, the county executive, it? when asked about that, said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about that. And the sheriff will sit there and will say, Well, studies show that having metal detectors in school um affects children's mental health, blah blah blah. It makes you feel incarcerated, really, in reality. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, the and they use this as their point to not have metal detectors. Meanwhile, wait, did you have metal detectors? So we had one at Renaissance that was not plugged in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now the they old now right our, our generation at Renaissance didn't have one. The later generation, when we, when they went into the building, it still wasn't plugged in. Um, but they but it was like there. Like our the metal detector at the old Renaissance wasn't even like set up at the door. It was just like off to the side somewhere. So you didn't walk through it. The new Renaissance, you had to walk through it, but it wasn't plugged in. See, nigga, we walked in like it was uh, 60 days in every fucking day. The boys went through one door. The girls went through another. You went through the metal detector. Your bag was searched. If you went off at all, they break the wand out. If they find something with the wand, they pat you down. If you have any open containers, they take it out. They smell it. If it's alcohol, they throw it out. Mm-hmm. Nine times ten, they just gonna throw it out. Like nigga, it was prison. There yeah. were grates I mean, on all of the fucking doors. In, all of the doors were locked. I went to high school in suburban Ohio, and we went through metal detectors, and the doors were locked during school hours. And 
because it was a lot of black well when i went there i can't say it was a lot of black kids because it was still like 60 percent white but i mean we went through that too but it's also because that area was changing Mm -hmm. gentrification was happening in the city so of course where they all going out to the suburbs yeah so maybe that's why but i remember like we didn't have it in junior high but definitely no junior high had metal detectors the first time in my life but we definitely went through metal detectors that was the first time I will be bold enough to say though that like we don't do this type of thing, metal detectors. We don't. We don't. Like every single like I don't like I won't say that. I won't say that. And I'm saying that because (laughs) there was a kid in high school that we we were all kind of like looking out at. That's in every high school, though. Like every high, like statistically speaking, we don't do this. I read a so so we was ever so like my freshman year was um the year Columbine happened, and mm-hmm. we had yeah. we had that one kid in our class that everybody kept an eye on. Everybody kept an eye, and he didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing. Twenty years later, since our twenty years next year, um he is he's a he's in a respectable position let's just say that like he didn't he he, like he didn't exhibit any of the things that we thought he was going to do back in 99 or whatever this Um, thing was just trying to narrow to a run down the hallway that's all exactly like we like and that is sad that like the ones you kept an eye on they they was just minding their business because they was into anime and shit like that no i was in anime but like all the at Renaissance, all the anime kids was the one that you watched, which is so sad, which is so sad in retrospect. But like when I look back, I'm just like, oh, like all the anime kids. But we just kind of think, just kind of like casually doing the research and 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 just thinking about like who carries out school shootings, you do not see. You just don't see black people doing it. Yeah. No. You don't, and you don't see girls doing it either. No. It's, mm-hmm always white men yep always white men yeah (sighs) well i'm glad the parents are in custody i'm glad he's in custody um they took him down they said it took about five minutes from the time that the call was made to the time he got there which pretty good time and the sheriff was sheriff was like you know usually in these kind of situations you stage outside and try and negotiate with the person and get them down he was like, no, we went in. <laughs> no. It was like, yeah. Well, that's another thing is Oakland County Sheriff, they mentioned the fact that they had trained for this type of thing. And they have that's the, it too. They've the, been training for it. They have, but they have the money and the resources and the funding that's to do also that it type too. of thing. Had but you know what Wayne, though? In Wayne County, I don't think they would have <laughs> done that. In no, Genesee Wayne County, County it would have been SWAT team. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been like a SWAT team. hour later, and they would have like, came in and took everybody down. Nah, I mean, they would have came late. <laughs> they would have came. <laughs> you got to remember, Aaron. Every every DPD school, I believe. I know we had an officer. We had a couple of officers. Yeah, so I mean, DPD has officers though. But like, I'm just saying in general. Like, let's say it wasn't a DPD school, like Romulus or something like that, or Inkster doesn't have schools, but um, they don't like. But I'm saying like. Oldham County has 
far more resources than any other like like because you know Genesee County where Flint is is just to the north of them yeah like if, if a similar situation happened in a Flint school or any of those schools around there they would have been much slower to respond they would not have been talking about like oh we did this in five minutes or whatever because these counties do not have the same kind of funding or the same kind of infrastructure that Oakland County has that's which, fair yeah which again kind of speaks to like the privilege of safety i guess the privilege of yeah 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 because okay this is going to sound kind of odd i i understand why you say that but i i also want to say that dpd has trained for this kind of situation just not in a school setting where oakland county has never trained for this kind of a situation at all like i feel like dpd or or well, specifically DPD, that's the only one I can really speak to, um, has this as one of their scenarios because of situations that have happened in the city. You yeah. know, like I'm sure at this point too now, they've been trained on how to deal with a lion that they find in a random home because this has happened more than once. <laughs> Guarding drugs, which you niggas and your love of fucking lions. It's like y'all doing that. Right Disney. <laughs> you niggas took brought Simba and tried to make him your guard for your dope. Okay, um, so maybe they're not finding lions in people's houses in Oakland County, but I bet they're finding drugs. They no, just they are. They just don't put it out there like that. Well, no, what I was going to say was there was a there is a different type of privilege attached to it because this is something that they have to train and think about as being <clears throat> a possibility for schools versus DPD that think about this as just being a flat out possibility. Okay. Um, yeah, shit's been not shit's been kind of weird. Shit's been really weird here. Yeah. It's been interesting, but it's been very. It's been very odd. Um, okay. Shall we get into emotional check-in? Yes. Sure. How are you feeling, Aaron? Um, I am feeling good. Uh, I'm still very much like kind of in this very gray area because of what I talked about last week in the fact that um, uh, a friend of mine did pass away the serve and then i was thinking to myself i don't like the word funeral at all it makes it seem final it makes it seem drab and dark although when i say the service um uh, i sound like i'm 70 years old like oh i gotta go to the service <laughs> why don't you say home going because mm, then i sound like i'm 80 years old like <laughs> The thing is, so I did, I did not make it to the service. I didn't make it to the memorial um, for many reasons. Um, um, the main reason being that um, it was heavily implied that the, that the main service was um, needed to be COVID compliant. Um, while I am fully vaccinated, I kind of read between the lines and the fact that they didn't want a whole lot of people there because it might be some people that wasn't. So yeah um i did not want to you know i i would i would have rather left that to those who were closest to the person while we were close i will leave it to those who were closest also the the time had changed and stuff like that and i was coming from a different state i was like but but the big part of why i didn't go was like 
um, it felt too final for me. The the death was very sudden, and for some for someone that young to have a sudden death versus the kind of death that I'm used to in which you anticipated when you when you, you kind of emotionally prepare for it and you're just like ready for that final moment um and you are you know got the black suit p- picked out and got the floral arrangements and all of that like when you are prepared for that moment I was not prepared for this moment and so I did not you know I I I part of me was like I, I owe it to myself I owe it to her to go but then I was like mm. I, I just cannot bring myself to that finality just yet. Yeah, um, I will choose to mourn in my immemorialize in my own way. Um, and I think um, I might have to take that approach with with anyone that um, that is a large or special or significant part of my life. Um, I will mourn them in in individually, respectfully, and appropriately in the manner that. Um, is respectful and considerate to both of us. Let's say. Yeah. Um, it's a hard lesson I had to learn over these past couple of days. Um, and the hardest lessons come when you least suspect it. So um, that's that's where I'm at. <sighs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I get that because I just did the same thing you know, with the funeral I just went to not that long ago. And it was like, I had to also come to that realization, like mourning in this way is not something that I can do or handle. Uh So I need to just mourn in a way that I can handle. And this isn't it for me. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry, Aaron. But unfortunately, living in the time of COVID, it hasn't, certain things haven't quite adjusted and how we, well, the Bernards have, but how we like, go away. How we grieve <laughs> and lay our head to rest. Look, these niggas got a drive through, right? They do have a drive through. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, like, the, one of the most basic functions of life, something that we all are going to experience in multiple ways at some at various points in our lives, and that hasn't adjusted. And I feel like part of it is we haven't quite given up on the tradition of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a certain level of pomp and circumstance that we want to have, circumstance, whatever that we want to have associated with that death in in honor of life. But right now is a very difficult time to try and do that. Yeah. There are definitely options and ways, but I don't think that, I don't think people are willing to adapt to that because it feels kind of, it feels less personal, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, everybody's got to figure out how to grieve on their own. Um, how are you, Siobhan? Um, I'm settled. 
I think this is the first time since COVID kind of started that I felt just settled. Okay. I don't feel like anything's like up in the air. My emotions are pretty in check. I haven't, you know, there's nothing. I mean, like my life is my life. I don't, y'all know what that looks like for me, but there's nothing like untoward out there bouncing around that I have to handle or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can honestly say for the last week or so, although I have been tired every day, except today, I, it's just settled. It's just kind of at peace. Yeah, peace is relative, but it's like, because I don't want to say peace because that's not completely true. Well, no, because you got one of them little niggas run up on your ass. Yes. So yeah, that how you Did stress I hear her a second ago? Like, it, yeah. But it's, <laughs> she has woke up yelling. It's just, so yes, my life is still my life. Like, y'all, it still is what it is, but it's, it's like stuff just kind of, for the first time in a long time, it kind of feels like stuff is just where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it can be messy and that's fine, but it's just where it should be at this moment. Yeah. Things that were appropriately compartmentalized. Yeah. Okay. Even though it's still a hot mess, but it's like organized chaos at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's hope it stays that way. I don't know. Let's see how long this feeling. These these feelings never last long for me because anxiety kicks in. It's like, no, bitch, remember that other shit that you forgot? Like, it's, yeah. it's like I'm still here, bitch. Right. I ain't got nowhere. I just went to bed for a second. I'm back. So we'll see what happens. Um. So I have been um kind of anxious not as seasonally depressed as i would be i'm not quite robin dixon so we're we're doing okay but oh my god i'm going to hell yes i'm sorry that just came out i made myself laugh um i'm just trying my best to navigate that there's there's a few like frustrating situations happening however at this point I am doing my best not to um, engage or get too emotionally attached to. Mm-hmm. It is um, really just, at the end of the day, it really is just navigating white people. Yeah. And not just white people, but it's navigating people. And I have been blessed with a gift to learn how to navigate people, even in a little bit more of an intense, even some kind of physical situations. Mm-hmm. Um so I just have to rely on my gut and rely on my instinct and move how I move and do what I do. Um, with that being said, <laughs> I am over you niggas. I'm over you guys. And let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over you guys. Y'all are rude. Y'all are nasty. Y'all are disrespectful in your pathetic juvenile attempts at being mean are so low tier. They're so low level. I am not that stupid, sweetie. I am just on the clock. And because I have bills to pay, 
and a life that I have to provide for for myself, I don't say anything. However, you catch me two to three drinks deep and I'm off the clock and your mother will be all kind of wicked ass sow who had the unfortunate, the unfortunate experience to give birth to a demon child and the lack of basic respect for humanity and the gift of life to kill it when it started to behave badly. Oh my gosh. Oh, you bastards need to know your place. I treat you all, I treat everyone with a basic level of human respect because I don't know you. You might try and come out of a bag and fight me. I don't know that you won't, so I'm not going to act up. However, don't take that passive nature and goodwill for fucking granted. You are garbage. You are trash. You can go fuck yourselves. And take, and while I'm at it, stop pumping your lips. Just let it go. <laughs> stop doing it. You will never have these. No. <laughs> Just let it be. Stop trying to be me while also demonizing and disrespecting me at the same time. Give me my space. Just let me be. I, what did, what did Blue Can't Chill say? I got to breathe. Oh, no, was that Tony Braxton? They both said a version of that, but yes. <laughs> oh, 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 breathe. Like, just let me breathe. That's it. Yeah. And by the grace of God, we're going to wrap this shit up. Yes. I want to give thanks to the, to the highest power, our Father God, for, for giving us life and breath today. Oh, my God. This is what we're doing. <laughs> well, look, I'm, I'm at it. I look, I give, I'm learning to give gratitude to the world and the universe. And if it was not for him, ha, 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 <laughs> we would not be here All right. in order to spread the good news of how awful you niggas can be. <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all and with that i want to bid y'all an adieu y'all have a good night and go fuck yourselves <laughs> bye bye y'all